A dude and a chick walk into a studio. A dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a chick and a dude walk into a studio. Now, dude and a chick. Ah, come on, you don't like that? I like that. Can anybody tell me why a dude and a chick is walking into the studio? How about that? A dude, dude and a chick, chick walk, walk into, into a studio. studio. And welcome back to A Dude and a Chick Walk No Studio. I'm Katie the Chick. I am Justin the Not Chick. Um, and seriously, welcome back to a brand new year of our podcast. Yay. And I uh, just want to give a little note there. Sorry we have not been releasing podcasts. Um, I'm the one who is in charge of like editing and, and, and uploading all that stuff. Because you're I awesome. I have not been feeling well. Oh, thank you. I have not been feeling well, and my voice has been like garbage for the, for the last couple of weeks. So um, that's why we had a little hiatus. So th- we're back. Um, as you can hear, my voice is probably not <laughs> back to its full, lustrous, uh, glorious self. But we're here, and um, we're ready and eager to start 2019 Yay. with awesomeness. Um, so, Katie, yeah. Um, How was your Christmas and your New Year and everything in between? (laughs) Everything was good. Everything was fun. Spent time with the family and had an awesome New Year's costume party where I was dressed up as a Niffler. So (laughs) you are a Niffler. Score. Yes, I was. And it was amazing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so it's it's been fun. Uh, How about you? How was your your stuff's? It was great, other than, you know, being sick. No. Um, hung out with family. It was a really nice time. I enjoy spending time with family and being around people I care about. And um, that's basically it. I got a lot of stuff for Christmas, so I'm happy. Yay. Um, I didn't get a lot of stuff for New Year's, which I'm, so I'm not happy about that. <laughs> but I don't think you're supposed to get stuff for New Year's. Well, they shouldn't make two holidays so close to each other and expect you to not expect anything. But, you know, it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I agree. I think we need New Year's gifts. Like, come on. Second Christmas. Exactly. What you got is New Year's resolutions. Speaking of which, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, I, I, those are, I do, uh, but <laughs> They're I, private. I do, but it's just kind of like, uh, yeah, these are things that I, I hope to be able to do. I don't know. I'm kind of iffy about the resolutions thing because I feel, I honestly feel like it's a, oh yeah, I'm going to get this stuff done. Although, you know, most likely, you know, like, I'm going to say confidently, at least 50% of people never go through with their resolutions. So (laughs) I'm a bit skeptical on that, but my resolutions are to save money and to lose weight. I mean, which I think are probably 90% of people's resolutions. Uh, What about you? Do you have any? (laughs) Save money, lose weight. Those are just two (laughs) of mine. Like Your entire resolution is just like the tip of the iceberg for me. But no, um. My resolutions, yeah, as I said, I've been going to the gym fairly frequently. And, and, and if you don't know me, um, that's a, a very big change in my life. Um, and I have lost some weight. At least I've, I've, I look like I have. I've probably gained as much muscle as I've lost fat. That's good, though. So I'm probably still weighing the same amount on a scale. But, you know. But, yeah, it's I haven't been able to go to the gym in the past two weeks because of the, I'm going to say but. Um, I do think 
then now, you know, that bit is attainable. Um, what else? Yeah, save money, definitely. Um, what else? Travel. Um, oh, definitely. I, I, I do think that I need to broaden my horizons in terms of the places I go. I would like to go back home to Trinidad for Christmas at the very least. Yes. Um, but, you know, this year, um, hopefully my wife and I will be able to travel somewhere that we've never been before and be able to um, experience something new together, you know, for the first time. Because we've always gone back to places that either she or I have been. Um, so, you know, it'd be nice to, to, to explore and, and be somewhere with that neither of us have been that we can we can truly experience that definitely definitely you guys should come camping with orion and i okay katie <laughs> um katie black people don't camp black people don't well camp. i i will say I mean, we, there, there are there are some who there are some who do but they're only doing that to be nice well i, they, I it's not in their blood i would say that we we kind of glamp more um like we usually go where there's bathrooms and nearby and no no katie do you understand? <laughs> is it outside yes are you outside are you sleeping outside yes then yes the answer to that will forever be no thank you very much for the invitation but i think i can honestly speak for my wife here when we say Mm, nah, nah, no bueno, no, no. Let me just put up a noise here. Nah. No, all right, but all it's right. okay. It's 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 okay. No, Thanks it's for the fine. invitation. We can we can hook we can hook up and do something else together. Like yeah. you know, go on that double date that we've always been uh we've been talking about for the somewhere. past like three years. I don't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy out here for these people. It's crazy out here for us, Charles's and, and, and Carol's. Um, so, so yeah, so, um, guys, 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 I, I've been wanting to tell you about the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Now, it takes a lot to impress me. It really does. Um, I, I go to movies and I enjoy them for what they are. I, I never go to the movies and have a bad time. I always wait till after the movie, movie before I tear it apart. Like if it needs tearing apart or if it's inconsistent or whatever. But Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Dude. Oh, my God. That was like, and I don't even think that I ever would have thought that an animated Marvel movie would have would have um, gotten me that much. Because yeah. DC, DC Comics have been really great with their animation game. Their, their actual movies have been severely lacking. I have not seen Aquaman yet. Heard it was great. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that, you know, brings the, their live action, um, franchise up. But DC is usually known for their, their great animations and Marvel subpar, but Marvel truly just hit it out of the park with this one. They really did. Um, it won. Yeah. It won, um, for the Golden Globes and won. Um, best animated movie of the year, which is really saying something with with heavy hitters like The Incredibles two and Wreck It Ralph two in that category. Nice, I um, didn't know that. Yeah, it, it it won it won the best animation over Incredibles I mean, two and it, over it, it deserves it. Wreck It Ralph two, it deserved it. That that yeah. animation was ridiculous. I mean, it was so it was, it was so super cool. slick. I mean, the whole comic, it was like a comic book. It was, you were watching a comic yeah. book. It was so cool. 
I still haven't gotten my wife to go see it yet. Like, oh. I didn't expect it to be as magical as it was. <laughs> I really didn't expect it to be as magical as it was. So my sister and I, we went because we were Marvel fanatics. And we go. And we literally were like, bruh. At the end of the movie, it was like, this This was, an, this was I, I have to bring my wife to see this. Like, she rarely goes to see movies. Yeah. But, like, I have to go take her to see this. Like, this is non-negotiable. Definitely. So, Into the Spider-Verse. Why was it so special for me? Because Miles Morales, um, Afro-Latino young man who is so relatable to me and to a lot of other black and and youth of color, um, it's, I mean, that's only just the first part of it. Anyone who's seen Spider-Man Homecoming, which was previously my my favorite Marvel movie, even after Avengers Infinity War. Serious? Yeah, Homecoming was my favorite Marvel movie okay. to date. Right? And that was because, you know, Peter Parker was the, the hero's journey. Yeah. Peter Parker was already Spider-Man when that movie began. Yeah. But it was throughout the entirety of the events that happened in the movie that he became Spider-Man, if that makes if that me- makes any sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was Spider-Man in the beginning, but it was through that movie that, that the growing, the hero's journey that made him the Spider-Man that he is destined to become. And that's what I loved about it. And Into the Spider-Verse was that to me for Miles Morales, even though Miles wasn't Spider-Man at the beginning, he had no concept of what it was to be a Spider-Man. Actually, to be perfectly honest, he had more, he had like five different (laughs) versions of Spider-Man to like try to, to, to glean what being Spider-Man was about from. Yeah. Because for anyone who doesn't know, and spoiler alert, it's been out for a while. So, you know, Go we'll go see it now if you don't. You haven't. Go see it now before you listen to this. Yes. And then come back and listen to this. The whole Spider-Verse thing is, is the main thing. It's like an event in the movie brings together a bunch of different spider people from different dimensions. And in the original timeline, in the original world, the world in which Miles Morales comes from, which is the world that it's set in, the Peter Parker Spider-Man of that world dies and not just dies, dies in front of him. Yeah. So Miles has to come to terms with the fact that he has powers just like the Spider-Man. And that Spider-Man who, who dies in front of him tasks him before he dies with doing something. And he's unsure He's not unwilling, but he's completely unsure. He he's, he doesn't know what any of this means. And he goes along. He tries to do what's right. He tries to train himself. And ultimately, it doesn't work. You know, he's, he's not doing it. And then he bumps into another Peter Parker. And that's where the shenanigans happen. It's, we call that guy the dad bod Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, Dad bod Peter it's Parker. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, the Peter Parker from a dimension where everything in his life just goes horribly bad. And he ends up a loser in an apartment by himself eating pizza and barely saving anyone. Yeah. And what you get is 
they both help each other in very interesting ways. The old Peter, he reluctantly teaches Miles what it means to be Spider-Man. And Miles teaches the old Peter Parker what it means to be Spider-Man, if that makes any sense. Um, what it is that actually he needs to do. What it actually means it to, to, to make things right in his own time, in his own life. Yeah. And it's it's really like kind of like a father son bond in that in that instance. But yeah, like the story, the characters, the animation, like just just Miles and Miles' complete personality and his character, um, everything just gelled together so nicely. Yeah, definitely to form to, to form into the Spider Verse, and that's we're not even talking about Gwen, um, Penny. Spider Noir or Spider Pig, which, by the way, by the way, Spider Ham was a was a spider bitten by a radioactive pig. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm so. That was the most I'm hilarious so thing I've ever seen. I, I was I was a little confused by that. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. But you, you, and for those of you, and I lived through, mind you, I, I'm old enough to say I lived through the the, the '90s Spider-Man um, TV like uh, cartoon show. Yeah, cartoon show. The '90s cartoon, the Spider-Man 19, '90s cartoon. They also had a, a multiverse thing with different Spider-Men. So I, I, I already, I already had that going in. Oh, okay. But Miles Morales wasn't in that because he's a recent, he's a recent creation. Yeah. But, like, going from that to this and making this the origin point for, for Miles Morales was, was, was heavy and it was great. Yeah. And honestly, um, going back to representation, um, like, look, it's the same reason people got so big into Black Panther when it came out. It was the same reason that people got so big into uh, Riri Williams' um, Ironheart. Um, of course, like, the fanboys hate her. Um, she's, uh, she was the, re- the quote unquote replacement for Tony Stark for a while. Um, as not necessarily Iron Man, but an iron clad superhero and the fanboys, the, the, the fanboys got into a tiff because, you know, social, SES, social justice warriors, da, 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 making, making character black for black sake, that, that whole stupid thing. Ugh. But the, the writer was clear that he wanted his kids were, I think, some part black or of color, and he wanted his kids to have something and somebody to look up to. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the fence about this, too. I, I do think that you have an opportunity. Comic book comic book um, writers have the opportunity to create new superheroes into the, the canon, to create new black superheroes or superheroes of color um, without disturbing original copyrights but I can also see why that helps because for me growing up I wanted to be Spider-Man like I wanted to be seen as Spider-Man and of course you could because Spider-Man always wears a full body suit you know (laughs) yeah but part of Spider-Man's appeal was the identity of Peter Parker you know Peter Parker was what solidified Spider-Man to me as my favorite superhero. 
because his life was so crappy. Like, honestly, he was the most relatable superhero of all to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. couldn't couldn't hold down a job because of the superhero thing, girlfriend <laughs> troubles, you know, mm-hmm. was like always perpetually late on rent, that sort of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not late on rent, but the girl troubles and the, the job thing, I, I, I did have a handle on. I did have, you know, it was familiar to me that those situations. And now you see Miles Morales and he took the mantle from Peter Parker and he became a Spider-Man in his own right with a distinctive costume that's all of his own. Still, of course, inspired by Peter's because in the movie it was Peter's. He just altered it. But I can tell you in a lot of people in the black community and you don't usually see see it like just a day to day because kids will be whoever they want to be, you know? Yeah. But when you see kids now specifically seeing, hey, I'm Spider-Man, I'm Spider-Man. And, you know, seeing in Miles Morales themselves. That's a huge thing. It's like Black Panther seeing you had so many characters that a lot of our kids can see and be like, oh, I want to be this one. I want to be that one. You know, that kind of thing. And they see it's not going to be weird to them because that's not their skin tone and not their skin color. Mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse, like, really delivered, making Miles authentic in his Afro-Latino heritage. Yeah. Because he himself reminds me of, of a cousin I have. So, I mean, like, that shows me, and like, you know, it's, like, very relatable. Anyways, that's my rant on Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> what about you? What What were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I thought it was it was absolutely fantastic. I I loved the movie. I loved the music in it. I mean, I've, I I'm uh not really ashamed, but I will admit that I've been listening to the What's Up Danger that kind of le- yeah. that kind of main song. I've been listening to that on repeat. Uh, almost <laughs> pretty much since I watched it a couple weeks ago, because um, I just I love That's it. Pretty... But I mean, yeah, like all of your points. I mean, it's it it's definitely it seems like an all inclusive kind of movie. Uh, for you know, no matter what gender, no matter what you know race you are, it's it's inclusive and it's or species, or including species. Hands. Yes, exactly. Uh, we don't want to, you know, pigs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I... Or wait, no, spiders. He's originally a spider. Oh, yeah, I guess it's... That's, I, that whole thing, I was like, what? I mean, I I don't... I haven't read many comic books, but I was like, that's... Okay, that's Katie, really there a are comic? a ton of... There, they, they are a ton <laughs> of other spider people that I was hoping were, would be in there. Do you know that there is a Spider-Man who is literally... A, a bunch of spiders huddled together in a Spider-Man suit who think they're actually human. Uh, that's disgusting. He's, he's called he's called Spider's Man. Ew. Ew. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to be in that universe. I'm I mean, totally fine with being in a, a totally A human, regular human, non-superhero universe. Yes. Oh, wait, Excellent. Excellent. no, I think we are. In a, I think they're superheroes. We just don't know about them. I mean, that's the thing about superheroes. We need a supervillain in order to draw them out. So I, I propose that one of us become a supervillain, um, destroy something, and then wait for a superhero to show up to stop us, thus proving that there are superheroes existing. I, I did think that it was pretty interesting that Doc Ock was a woman. 
in this one. I was like, yeah. oh, hey, okay, you know. I really didn't see that. At, I really didn't see that. Coming I didn't at all. either. I did not like, either. And the whole thing uh, with uh, his uncle that was really interesting too, because you know, like pretty much in all the other ones, all the other universes and stuff, you know, the uncle dies, or in Gwen's case, you know, Peter Parker dies, who was you know friend. Yeah. And so, yeah, having that, you know, the uncle actually be kind of a kind of a villain. I mean, he was working for the bad guys, but he really wasn't bad. He just got in a bad situation. No, he was a villain. He was a bad guy. Yeah, but he didn't. If the person that he was chasing wasn't Miles Morales, his nephew. Yeah, he would have killed him. That He would have gone through it. Yeah. That's the thing. So you're completely right. Like, they all had that emotional thing happen to them. And for Miles, it was... For Miles, it was actually a lot more to me because not only was he disappointed in himself... You could tell, like, the fact that all the other spider people were like, no, you're not good enough. Yeah. Like, really got to him. Like, that made me feel really bad for the yeah, kid. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And then that on was, top yeah. of that, not being able to save his uncle. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole stuff with his dad. Not being able to express what he wants to express and to have to go through all of those emotions by himself. And then come to the realization that he can do it. He just has to do it. Yeah. Based on dad bod Peter's last words to him. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so poignant, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I love how we went back to Aunt May's place and, you know, like totally redecorated one of the suits and really made it his own. I loved that. I thought that was so cool. I was like, yeah, Yeah. he's not, he's not the traditional, you know, Spider-Man. He made it his own. I was listening or well, I watched, you know, Super Carlin Brothers did a review on it and uh, they were saying that whenever they saw it, uh, they saw it with someone else and the person was like, that was the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. And so yeah. that was the kind yeah. of debate on it, you know, because the guys loved Spider-Man Homecoming so much that it was like, hang yeah. on, so is this one better than Homecoming? You know, so it was kind of the like, but it's animated, so do you even put it in the same category? It, you know, and you know that yeah, whole conversation was yeah, interesting. It is, <laughs> and and yeah, and it's like, so I think it's the best Spider-Man movie. I absolutely loved it. Although I, in Spider-Man: Homecoming, I love uh, that actor is like, I would say he's this universe's Spider-Man. Like he he is. You know, he's he's yeah. He fits he fits Peter Parker to the mold. Too. Yes. But uh, yeah, yeah, as more more so than the other guys do. Yeah, Toby Maguire. Oh, poor Toby. Oh. And I like the fact. I love the fact that all of the um all the callbacks to the movies, to the actual movies. Remember when he was sitting at lunch with um Mary Jane? When they're all calling back. So this is my story, and they were talking, and you see there was a point where he was sitting in a as Spider Man in a restaurant with mary jane and a car flip was coming through the window in the animated one yeah in the animated one uh i'd have to watch it again i don't remember you know how they all introduced themselves with the exact same thing i really loved that every single time i loved that so much whenever they introduced someone and then they would be like you know i'm the only (laughs) you know and then it was like well it's uh, different universes well dimensions you know it was yeah i really really liked how they did that and it was a really a poignant moment when Miles got to do his at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And the fight with Kingpin, like, oh my gosh. Like clearly clearly Kingpin had him overwhelmed physically and like just mentally even. Yeah. 
but Miles showed his ingenuity. He showed his like his just his own style in beating him, like using what his uncle taught him, the hand on the shoulder. Yeah. The hand on the shoulder. Oh my gosh, that was so like, funny. Hey. <laughs> it shocked him. It's like that that was so good. Yeah. Oh, like, I that was that. so it was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. Like I completely forgotten about it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was was a good one. Miles, I I hope they continue this trend. I really hope they make another one. Seriously. It probably won't be another Into the Spider-Verse thing. We probably won't see any other Peter Parkers or anything. Well, I I heard there were you there were rumors about them doing separate movies for each uh for each of them, like Gwen and Noir, or at least bringing that kind of different things but of course those are just rumors maybe those are just hopeful rumors but yeah i really hope they continue that style oh definitely like it was ah okay you see us gushing here over (laughs) over this movie it's it's clearly a really good movie and i and i say hands down to me and this is me as a marvel fan this is me as a spider-man fan this movie is the best Spider-Man movie I have ever seen. Homecoming was it for me before, for all Marvel movies, before I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. This movie is the best Spider-Man movie ever. Hands down. Like, hands down. It was exceptional. It was great. It was just, it was so much, so full of feelings. Um, The right amount of action, the right amount of, like, um... Just uh, emotions. It, it was uh, grade A. It's got a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, I didn't know we were actually uh, reviewing this movie, but hey, it's a review. <laughs> hey, review podcast. <laughs> so in the in the interest of fairness now, um, I personally didn't see anything that I didn't like about that movie. Um, it was great. <laughs> but um, Katie, did you? was there anything you didn't like? Was there anything that... Um, was like a sore point or you thought wasn't quite up to the 10 out of 10 standard for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? I'll be honest with you. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really have anything that I didn't like about it. Um, I've heard some reviews saying that the, you know, the training and stuff that, um, that Miles was getting that he kind of, just got it you know that there was training and he wasn't getting it wasn't getting it and then at that turning point of the movie it was like all of a sudden he had it so i i can understand that but it's also like hang on i mean come on i <laughs> think if there's something that really motivates you to really just get something you're gonna just get it so i i wouldn't really consider that a criticism to that criticism i would say i think it was all about for Miles at that point in the movie, it was all about what Peter had told him about just letting go and just taking the leap. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was the metaphorical leap that he took, you know, when he, he got his own suit Yeah, off of that building, that cool sequence where he was like falling. Oh upwards. my gosh. That was so cool. Um, What's up danger. That like, yeah, <laughs> that was really, really good. Oh, yeah. Um, that, to me, that metaphorical leap was just him just saying, hey, whatever happens, happens. He already got the web swinging down from from the forest scene with him and Peter and Gwen. Yeah. Like, so web swinging wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Everything else, 
he allowed himself to just be. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's what was, I think that's what was holding him back. I think he thought he had to be like, like yeah, Peter Parker. Yeah, he, he had, had to, to be, be Peter Parker. Yeah, exactly. I think in his head, he was being held back by the thought that what if I'm not as good enough? Because Peter Parker in, in Miles' universe was beloved. Like he was mm-hmm. Spider-Man in his prime. He Everybody loved Peter Parker slash Spider-Man in that universe. Mm-hmm. So for him to be Spider-Man of that universe and to fill Peter's shoes, as it were, he, he kind of felt like he had to be perfect at it. And if he wasn't perfect at it, he'd be letting Peter down. He'd be letting the legacy of Spider-Man down. And when Peter himself, even though it's Peter from a different dimension, told him to just take the leap, just do you. Like, basically, there's only one person can do it for you, and that's yourself. Once once he did, th- he took that leap, and he, he did that first web swing through the city. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, he literally just, like, went with the flow. I don't think it was anything strange about that at all. I just think it's, like, he just had to believe in himself. He just had to do what he wanted to do. And just, he took down Kingpin in his own way. Like, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, I agree with you because I think it's it's also kind of, you know, like in life, like in everyone's life, you know, when you finally take that leap, you know, you can practically do anything. So, you know, I, I do, I do believe that once he had that motivation, once he had that, like, I'm just going to do it, you know, and that, that was really the like, boom, I can do this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, other than that, you know, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really have any criticism for it. Uh, I, I mean, the, like we just said, the spider pig thing was very interesting, but you said you said that was actually a comic, so I'm I'm not gonna rip I mean, on that. So. I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a comic, but I don't know if it was a comic, but it was <laughs> it is like it is part of some comic somewhere. Like the all these Spider Men were were previously existed before this. Yeah. So it's kinda like Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, like so <laughs> Oh that gosh. was so funny. Spider-Man into the spider <laughs> Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, it can get weirder. Right. I I will I will <laughs> say so uh our final um our final review of this, I say 10 out of 10. So this was our very first review episode of a Dune and Chick walking into a studio. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Exactly. Awesome guys and that about does it for this episode. A dude and a chick walk into the studio. Thank you so much for bearing with us. I am back. We should be on a regular schedule now again, now that I'm A-OK. Yeah. We'll see you again in two weeks where we'll have another uh, movie to talk about. <laughs> what movie is that? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yes. Yeah. It was... I literally just watched that movie. Um... And I'll share my thoughts about that, too. Katie will take the, the brunt of that episode because she's more of the Harry Potter person. I'm but Harry Potter I nerd. do have some questions. Yes, she is. We, 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 we all know this. <laughs> Anyways, guys, if you like this episode or you just like us in general, please be sure to give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think of what we're talking about. As always, you can find us at Dude Chick Show on Twitter. Or on Facebook or Instagram at Dude and Chick Podcast. Or you can just let us know what you think. Send us some um, topics or questions that you might have to Dude and Chick Podcast at gmail.com. 
Don't forget, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Just search for us by name, a dude and a chick walk into a studio. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a great one. Thank you, guys. Take care.